Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, so I think, you know, I don't, I know, you know, you've kind of been talking with Cindy a little bit. I know that you've made, and correct me if I'm wrong, Rob, but um, I believe you've kind of really done something that not a lot of agents have been able to do and really kind of integrating your management system within your agency. Basically, what we did was we created a, a private app that goes onto Zapier into our agency management system, which we use AMS 360. Um, okay. But the process has been like a three-year process. So the last part was the agency management system to get that fully integrated. So, yeah, we've been working on it for about the last three years to try to work on um, time, time management at the office. So the last but not least thing that uh, – was that we got the agency management system to integrate with everything. So um, it's, it's been pretty cool. So let me, I'm just, I need to back it up just a little bit. Like, why was this so important to you? Well, basically I, I have a, I'm a time management person. I, I love it. Um, I think the biggest asset we have in the insurance industry is time. We only have so much time. And basically what happened was about three years ago, we always have an annual meeting every year and to talk about what's coming on for the following year. So usually the, the end of November or the first week of December, we bring everyone to our house and we talk about what we want to do. And the, the funny thing is, is that about little, little over three years ago, um, my wife couldn't go to the house. We had to get our ice maker fixed. And so they... My wife says, I need you to go to the house and do this. I said, okay, that's fine. So I go to the house and the guy comes in and he literally doesn't have tools. The only thing he has is a cell phone. So he looks at the part, says, oh, looks like, yep, this is the problem with your machine. I have to order this part. I don't have this part. And what's going to happen is that I'm, I'm going right now in the inventory. He goes on his phone. He's looking up his inventory. No, I don't have that part in stock. I'm ordering it right now. And there is a down posit. And, and I'm just staring at him. I said, you did everything just on your phone. He goes, yeah, I just did everything on my phone. And he says, well, I have to make a down payment to order the part. I said, fine. And, and I gave him my credit card. He swiped it and I signed it right there and he left. And I'm like, why can't we do that? What's wrong with our industry? Um, everything we're trying to do is backwards compared to that. And so I went back to my vendors and I said, before I had my annual meeting, I said, this is the kind of stuff I want to be able to do. I want everything to take a minute. I want everything to take two minutes. If it took, if it's 10 minutes now, I want to do two minutes. And my vendors kind of chuckled at me they were very nice about it. They said, no, there's just uh, agents are not ready for this. And I said, well, the technology's out there. Why can't? you know, why can't you do it? And then they were very nice and polite and said, oh, you know, but because we do what 80% of the agents want right now, which totally makes sense. And I said, well, there's other industries that are doing this. And so before that annual meeting, I told the office that we're going to implement, we're going to use automation and we're going to use outside vendors, you know, apps and everything else to improve our technology and try to give a better customer experience. So basically that year, we just literally looked at everything we did and we tagged everything we did and figured out what could we do a little bit better. So that's how it all started, this whole process. From anywhere from web forms to we don't bail anything out from our office. Everything is through an API that gets mailed out through a third-party vendor. 
Um, everything we can do, payments, everything else, we try to make it a seamless process to the customer, which funny thing about it is, is that we have more time because of this, but also it's improved our retention and our sales, which I wish I could say I predicted all that. I didn't. I'm not that smart. So that's kind of how it all started. Well, I think, and that's a pretty fantastic story. And let me back this up because uh, give me a little, just give me a quick snapshot of the agency and what that looks like. Well, I got in the insurance industry, um, my family, my wife's family started the agency in 1953. And they're actually one of the founding families of South Florida from 1870s. They were actually the first non-Native Americans that were actually here in South Florida. So the agency has a long history. Uh, or the family has a long history here. And I was actually I was actually in college working as a part-time, I was working for a software vendor, a major vendor, as um, a part-time person for internal sailing. And what happened was is that while I was working for them, I actually created a sales process to do where we used to sell uh, MIDI main, mainframes, computers. And one day I didn't want to drive to Miami, which was about 60 miles south on a Friday to go visit somebody to sell them a mainframe they had to buy no matter what. So <laughs> I was kind of lazy. So I actually did it through the phone and I tagged everything I did. So, well, to make a long story short is the company liked it so much, they started implementing it uh, about six months later and they offered me a full-time position. And I said, that's great. You know, that's, that's an excellent opportunity. I was excited. I was just about to graduate from college. I already had a job position totally different than I studied accounting. So totally different than what I was thinking I was going to do. Uh, I said, the only requirement was I have to really want to stay here in South Florida because my wife's family or my fiance at the time. And they said, not a problem. Well, within six months of that job at hiring, they were going to close down that branch. And they offered me a position to go be a trainer in Charlotte, North Carolina. Which, <laughs> so I talked to my fiance at the time. She goes, I really want to be here. And um, so basically what happened was, is that I said, I'm going to have to go back to school and maybe get my master's to get my CPA license and go from there. I wasn't quite sure what I was going to do. Well, my father-in-law came to me. He goes, what about the insurance business? And I said, I no, I don't like buying insurance. It's, it's a horrible product. You pay thousands of dollars. And, and if you use it, they penalize you. It's not something I want to do. And he goes, well, I'm going to have you talk to somebody. So he ended up talking to somebody from Aetna at the time. And he was someone who had an accounting degree. And he came to talk to me. And he talked about the, the biggest thing that we have in the insurance industry is retention. And we get paid on renewals. So he goes, what other business model that you're pretty much guaranteed, if, as long as you do your job, you're going to get a percentage of your business every year. So he talked me into it. So to make a long story short, I started into the agency and my soon-to-be father-in-law didn't work well together. It was just something I wanted to change the times and everything else. He had a more traditional office and I was kind of trying to use that's, the same phone tactics. That's never, ha that's never happened before. Right? I know. So I left. So I left to make a long story short. Ended up coming back and um, to stay and for the possibility of owning the agency. And that's when my wife and I really got fully involved in everything else. And uh, we've been lucky to grow the agency. So we've been very blessed, very lucky at the same time. 
and uh, we've done very well. We're about 70% personal lines, 30% commercial um, on there. We have grown about 15 times where they were before, and we're up to 12 employees. So um, 100% um, organic selling. What I mean by that is, is that we go out and go after the customers that we want to sell to. We don't rely on leads or anything like that. There's nothing wrong with leads. It's just not our personality on there. And um, just been very lucky. Just very lucky. Yeah, and I think the, you know, what I was kind of, you know, I think the important thing is, is where you're, I think, in my opinion, where you've been able to be successful with, you know, kind of pulling off what very few in the industry have done. And I've, I've documented on several podcasts and stuff, you know, it's like, I've deemed it the problem nobody can solve, right? It's just getting all of this information where it needs to be, when it needs to be without, you know, with as, as little work as possible on our part. And um, very few agencies are in a position like you, where you're the, the guy, you know, dictating that, like, this is our culture, this is who we're going to be. Uh, I think there's a lot of, you know, legacy agencies that are going through that process now where the, the 50 and 60 year old guys are on the way out and you got the twenties and 30 year old guys coming up and they, there's this like kind of transition period that they're all trying to work through. And, and I was just curious if, if, you know, as you've observed the industry, you know, outside of your, your agency, like what, what have you seen as far as the success and failures of, 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 of others or just, just what you have kind of personally experienced to make all of that happen? Well, I was very fortunate. I had an opportunity when we had the agency was ours 100%. So we can screw up and be okay with it. So I totally understand that. Um, But so I'm a little bit more fortunate than most agencies. I will tell you the majority of the agencies in our area are probably owned by, you know, you're going to have a family. They're going to be 60, 65 years old. They may have children. They may not have children in the agency. And it's terrifying. Um, so for me, basically, the reason why I want to tell everyone about this technology and show anybody who wants to see it or anything like that is that I need the industry to grow. And I feel that we have the best product to offer to our customers. But Sometimes we are very behind in technology issues that can make our job easier. Now, as I talk about technology, I still 99% of my phone calls are 99% of my business done through the phone. Very little is the interaction from the internet. And basically when someone fills out a quote request, it's just basically so we can communicate with them. They can schedule an appointment online. They can do anything like that. But we want that human communication because I think that's our strength in our industry and the independent agents. And we have the best product. We give choices. Um, That is amazing. So what my goal when people ask me about this stuff, I'm like, I want to help you grow. I want everyone to grow. Um, Because the more independent agents grow, better off off I'm going to be in the long run. So to me, it's time and it's cheap and it's efficient and it's, it's amazing. Everything you can do, um, just to give you one example, a car change. Basically, what we can do now is, is that a client calls in, takes in a car form. In our CSR or agent form, the screen pops up, and we have one form that we use everything we do in the office. So when someone calls in and it already has their name, it has their customer number, it pulls in from the API. And basically what's happening is, is that CSR agent is filling out that form for everything we do in that office. So if they want to make a car change, there's one form. 
it goes into depth and tells them what to ask for and everything else. Um, if they need to report a claim, there's one form. It's all integrated. And basically going back to that car change is that my CSR takes the information, Joey. Let's pretend it's your car. She takes your car. Are you at the dealership? Yes, I am. Well, guess what? When I hit when I'm finished here within 30 seconds, what's going to happen is, is that you're going to have a link from text to me with your auto your new auto ID ID card. In addition, I'm going to email it to you and I'm going to mail it to you. Is there anything else I can help you with today? And so Going back to that customer experience, I don't know many agencies who can do that without technology because I promise you that promises, promise what happened. We timed that, pro, that procedure before we did that, and it was between 15, 20 minutes, or 30 minutes to get back to that customer to get that auto ID card. They just want to buy the car. They just want that car and take it off the lot. They, they want as easy transaction as possible. And that's what this technology can do for somebody. Where do you see things going beyond that? What's the, what's the next step for you? I think we're going to start looking at artificial intelligence with regards to that. So going back to that thing that the next thing I'm slowly working on is, is that going back to that CSR, taking that phone call and then go looking at that saying, now this is an excellent opportunity to cross sell on this product. Talk to the customer about this product. Basically, what we want to do is, is that if we have that customer for two to three minutes, we want to be try to use technology to, to make it a great experience for them, but give us a, another opportunity to educate the customer and maybe sell additional products. Yes, I'm gonna. I, I want to ask this question. Uh, do do yeah. we need the two to three minutes? Is that in our best interest, long term? No. No. No, I, I think it's actually, it's got to be as simple as possible. And I think it's actually, you know, it's basically we're going to, you know, is, is it going to be search? Is it going to be able to call us and take the information directly with artificial intelligence and that artificial CSR is going to do it? I don't know. Um, there is so much, but I still think the greatest thing that we have, and I, the only thing I don't want to do is get away yeah. from the human interaction with people. I want that interaction with the customer. You know, that's the most important thing on there. Um, I still like talking to customers. I, I haven't sold a product. Honestly, I don't sell much. This year, we actually hired a person that just sold for me um, so I could work on other issues. We've been very fortunate, so I'm working on that. And that gives me a lot more time. And um, But that interaction with the customer is so important. But we have to make it easy. We have to make it friendly. Um, and they don't want to think about it too much. They just want to make sure they're properly protected. And that's what our job is to do. Yeah, and I'm, I, I completely agree. And I think we get lost in the stuff that we've always done that we think is valuable. And we're afraid to kind of let the real value stand on its own. And like you said, like, what does that look like? How do you interact with the customer? I, th I, think, it's, I think it's like you said, it's, you're that person that makes it easy for them to understand how to not run into like a financial emergency. Um, I agree. And, and, and I, so let me ask this. Well, have you gone back to your companies at all since that time and said, well, 80, we do what 80% of our agents want us to do. Has that number changed? Have you, have you reapproached them? Have you showed them what you're doing? Have you, have you tried to just knock on that door again? 
Yes, they actually came and saw us um, probably about a month and a half ago. They actually came and visited us, one of the product managers and somebody else, to look to see what we're doing. And I actually showed them everything. I was fully opened. I said, this is what we're doing. This is what we want. And this is what, you know, we talked about the artificial intelligence. And I said, this is what I want to do in the future yeah. um, on there. I just don't think they're still there. I just don't think it's, you know, I, I love my agency management system. It's a great product, um, but I still understand what they're thinking. Um, if 80% of the agency owners are above age 50 or something like that, I, I can see the situation. Um, but that doesn't mean you can't implement other ideas, not just everything that I've done, but some ideas. Um, like I said, you only have eight hours a day. You only have that agent that's sitting behind that desk eight hours a day. You want to make sure that you can use their time wisely and make sure they have an opportunity to educate your customers and sell more products. That's basically what we do. We educate and sell. That's That should be, I feel, 80% of our day. That's All that other stuff is not as important, but we seems like we emphasize that the wrong 80% or the wrong 20%, I should say, on there. And that's what agents, agency management systems do. They say, hey, you know, we're going to make it easier to do a certificate of insurance. Well, that's great, but, you know, we're still hands-on, touching everything, doing everything, and that's not the approach that we want. The customer, you know, the customer wants the interaction with us you know, who actually does this, the certificate of insurance, I don't think is as important to them personally. That's my feelings. No, I, yeah, I, I had somebody email me like, you know, at one time I was like, Hey, I need to do a car change. I was like, it was like on the weekend. I was like, is this, am I really helping you at this point? Like, <laughs> am I doing anything that is making anybody's life better? And it just, it didn't make sense to me. And so I, what, what's interesting is I had a conversation with my buddy, Seth Zaremba. I don't know if you know Seth uh, out at Zinc Insurance. And he's doing some of that, he's working on some of that behavioral stuff of, you know, like that next cross-sell sort of opportunity thing. Um, we were in, I can't remember where, I think in Milwaukee, we were having a conversation about certificates of insurance. And and he's like, you know, it's like, the, and I'm not a big commercial guy, so I, you know, I know they're a pain. I know they're a lot of what people do, but they're really not all that necessary. I mean, they are and they aren't. They're not like a legally binding document from what I can understand. Mm-hmm. Um it's, I guess where I'm getting with this is that at some point we need to, you know, really just be kind of uh, brave and how we view the industry and saying, listen, this probably, you know, we want to try and make the certificate better, faster, easier, but what if the certificate need to, didn't need to exist at all, right? Correct. Like that's completely changing the game. And it's those sorts of things that aren't even really on the table and much to your point of like, hey, I know most agency management systems are geared for the 80%. And the thing that's frustrating to me is like, listen, just because you put something there doesn't mean you've got to force it on that 80%, right? It could just be sitting in the back for Rob to have fun with and, and go to town with. But I, I guess, do you feel like at some point um, it will be too late? Probably. And that's going to be, and that's why we're really, everything we do is actually, we're not, everything's in, gets imported into our agency management system that we're doing. But the actual work performed in our office, I would probably say that 80% is done on our forms, 20% is in the agency management system. 
So basically what we're doing is that agency management system is just a big hosting of software, of, of information, of all our policies, all that accounting information. That's all it's doing. But the work performed is done outside the agency management system. And I think that's going to be a fear for the agency management system vendors with regards to that. And I don't, I'm not going in the other direction. I mean, I do not put all, everything is done out, pretty much 80% is done outside the agency management system. It's just host my stuff. That's all it is yeah. for me right now yeah. on there. And I think that's going to continue to grow that way. So I think there's a fear to that. But also, if I'm a vendor, this is an excellent opportunity to create something something similar to what I've created and say, well, I didn't create it. I, let me first rephrase that. What I've done is copied from other systems that I've seen that are successful and said I could do recreate that and make it for the insurance industry. I'm not smart enough for that. But I'm smart enough to see something I like and say, I think I can do something similar to my office. I mean, you know, Rob, I heard somebody say once, you know, did, you know, just because Michelangelo didn't invent the brushes and the paint, does the Sistine Chapel have any less, you know, significance? I mean, that's probably a little over the top, but I think you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, no, so that, I guess all of this to say, right, this is the exciting part is uh, we haven't really talked about this at all is. Uh, you're going to be coming to Elevate 2019 in New Orleans, correct? Correct, yes. And what are we going to be getting a little, a lot more of this, I'm assuming? Um, Basically, what I was going to do is just show the everyday process and what we've done and show how that you can use technology in the everyday fashion. So we're not talking about selling cells. Selling is – servicing is not sexy, let me first say that yeah. selling everyone wants to talk about, I want to sell more. I want to sell more and I want to sell more. I'm guilty of that too, but I'm going to show how you can use everyday technology to service your clients better, more efficiently, giving you more time to sell, which we think we all would say that we'd like to have that. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. And that's, I think a lot of people struggle to get past that point. Like you said, like they want to they put the selling before the servicing, but you know, you got a service to sell and, and uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, and uh, as we kind of get ready, we still got a little bit of time, but um, but were you, I don't know, did we meet? Were you at Elevate this year? I, the, both, the, the past two years or the past years that I was both on, either there in, uh, on vacation in Alaska or in Michigan. So I was excited to see March dates because okay. I was like, hey, that's the date that I can actually make it. And uh, yeah. then I was asked to speak, so which was very flattering on that one. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely excited to have you, man, for sure. Especially, you know, uh, you know, that if you're able to bring such a kind of, uh, you know, basically almost uh, start to finish kind of, Hey, we're going to break this down. This is everything and, and how you do it sort of thing. That's, I mean, I think something agents are going to kind of freak out about. Happy to help. Like I said, we we're all here together and I, I think it's an excellent opportunity for us to use the simple technology, which is very affordable and help us grow in the long run. Well, if, uh, if you haven't got your ticket yet, I'm going to do the, I'm going to do the shameless plug right now. Elevateconference.com. Rob's going to be there along with a bunch of other cool people, uh, really getting down to the tactics. Um, Rob, man, it was a pleasure and, uh, I'm pretty excited. And maybe, uh, maybe by the time we get to elevate, maybe we'll have some sort of like management system progress by then, but that's probably what we'll think. Yeah. All right, man, I'm gonna leave it.